0: VIP Tires and Service is New England's largest privately held automotive tire and service company. To find a location nearest you in Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, please vi- please visit VIPauto.com to get your tires and service.
1: This episode is also brought to you by Tandem Payments. If your small business accepts credit or debit cards, you may be paying too much in processing fees. Give friend of the program, Evan Orvath, a call with Tandem Payments. He will be able to give you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Matt Keslowski is gonna be
2: shown the black flag. It's the black flag podcast.
3: Every fucking week. I
0: hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only
2: girls. Pull hair. So, He forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champions provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years. So, uh... occasional alcohol consumption. Uh,
0: Jimmy Johnson is uh, on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag podcast is now in session. Hey, we edged him out. We beat him, so it's all good. Uh,
2: All right, boys and girls, another episode of the Black Flag Podcast coming at you. It's the show where we, uh, yeah, you get it. Uh, the show where we drink beers and talk all things NASCARing, racing in general. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm uh, Charlie Sanborn <laughs> at CSanborn, III. Brad currently doesn't have a mic. Yeah, so this is going to be kind of a clusterfuck. Uh, to my right is Brad Saucer at BSauce96. And uh, to my left. Is Bobby Timmons? That's at Bobby Timmons forty eight. Now, Bobby, this is episode forty one. Indeed, it is. And Indeed. somebody pretty special uh, to us anyway. Somebody that I grew up watching. You probably grew up watching him too. As well. Uh, driving the forty one car uh, to your left. Who do we got?
0: He's a wildcat driver for seventeen years. About twenty five wins. One of the best to never win a championship. A self proclaimed uh, Mark Martin of Wildcats, if you may. One season of the Nell car legend cars. Rookie of the year and a Thursday Thunder win. And he went back to the Mad Bomber ranks this season where he picked up three wins driving for Mike Ramsey. Where are you from?
3: Buxton.
0: From Buxton, Maine. Steve Metacasa.
2: Steve, how goes it? going on, boys? Not too much. So, you and I were chatting a little bit out in the driveway here while we were waiting for Brad to come back from his uh, clusterfuck of an afternoon.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. how did that go?
2: Yeah,
0: just paint had... a picture real quick. We've got four of us and two microphones.
2: Yeah. This
1: is pretty gay. Yeah, yeah. So, usually we have three and it's, it's already a shit show. Well, today was just... Today was, you know, the shit show It was, uh, yeah, it was quite the, the fuck show We went to New York to uh, Accord Speedway uh, Dirt track down there Wicked neat place It's in the middle of nowhere Like you're literally driving down It, it looks like a side street And then it, it, there's just a racetrack It was, it was a, you know, it's a good show There's a lot of people there There's tons of cars uh, Adam Lovejoy went down uh, I only, I pretty much only have one note today And it's Adam Lovejoy went down with an Enduro car Which it's not close It's five, about five hour drive and uh, he ended up P2. Basically, the whole way down, we were like, we finally caught up to him. We were tailgating him, and we're like, he, he's bringing an enduro car like five, five and a half miles, uh, hours, Jesus, not miles, uh, down in New York for like a thousand to win race and second paid 400. So you, you do the math he can pretty much only break even if he finishes in the top two. It's like racing a pass race. Yeah. And, (laughs) (laughs) and he, as he, he pulls into the track, he, he drew pole. So we're like, Oh, that's, that's not bad. Well, I didn't realize he had never raced anything on dirt. So I was like, well, you know, he, he, he's pretty smart. He could probably figure it out. Well, first couple laps, he was definitely, they didn't have any, obviously don't have any practice. So he went out there and, fell back to about 10th ish and you know just he's a smart enough racer and, and a lot of guys had problems and he ended up just passing people and once he figured it out and he ended up he probably would have won coming to about one to go two to go uh he blew a, a left rear and just hung on to it and, and ended up finishing p2 so uh yeah finished in the money made some money which is which is always good uh and yeah today was just a fuck show we were, we were supposed to leave around seven i had an alarm set for six forty. we didn't leave till close to eight so then the ETA here was 1252 or whatever and I told Charlie that and Charlie was like yeah all right well we'll be there at 1230 I was like I don't I don't know about that maybe <laughs> maybe you don't want to do that so I was about a half an hour late and it was just it was not a not a great day
2: well well I had told Steve when we were trying to figure out who to have on as a guest you know Monday of this past week I was like yeah well I'll just tell him out know, 12 1230 something like that everybody'll be back by then and yeah you know, we won't be out in your driveway for an hour Freezing our fucking bags off, which is
0: exactly what we did.
2: <clears throat> yeah, that was unfortunate. And it was cold. So, anyway, uh, going back onto that, the, one of the conversations that we were having while we were waiting for you is, Steve, you are not originally from these parts of town, so
3: I am not I'm you, from Connecticut.
2: So, how do you end up from Connecticut to here?
3: Well, I came up here in 1996. I was three for a Same. buddy of mine's <laughs> wedding. And he somehow convinced me to move up here. So I moved up here and met a couple of people that raced and said, what the hell, let's build a race car. Well, what, what, was the,
2: what was the deal of how you got here, though?
3: All right, so he made a deal with me. He asked me to move up here. He said it'd be cool to have me up here. And I told him, if you can find me a place for 500 bucks a month or less and a job making what I make now, I'll move up here. Sure enough, he did. Two days later, so and, I moved up here,
2: and so you you end up in a, a nice barn house for what do you say, four hundred bucks a month? Yep, four hundred
3: bucks a month. Nineteen fifty something or forty something farmhouse.
2: Solid, solid. So then, how do you go from Connecticut to a, a farmhouse in Maine to build and race cars?
3: My friend's brother decided he'd move in and rent a room from me to just kind of help out with the bills. And he was good friends. He worked with a guy, actually, that raced Wildcats at Beatridge and kind of said, hey, it looks like fun. Let's build a car and we'll kind of share driving it. You know how that goes. That went to uh, I don't have any money and I can't do it to I went and bought a Camaro from Sagamore Village in Portland and drove the car home, stripped it, put a roll cage in it, and got thrown to the wolves in the Wildcat class at Beatridge.
2: And uh, from what I remember, you did not suck. By any means,
3: I sucked bad for the first couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, only because I didn't know what I was doing. It wasn't that I couldn't drive. I just I didn't know you had to lock the rear end and you know change the carburetor and Brad. I didn't know the Wildcat stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Sounds like Brad. No, uh, no, that's pretty cool though. So over the, over the course of time, obviously you got better and better at it, and you you were the. From what I always remember, you were the forty one Wildcat. That's always, the always. Where did that come from?
3: I wanted number forty two. Um, That was my uncle Big Lee Petty guy Sounds sounds a lot like me actually (laughs) My uncle used to race modifieds in Connecticut At the uh, Danbury Race Arena Okay And I wanted the number 42 I'm willing to bet Charlie
0: and Brad have no idea about the Danbury Arena Not even one time have I heard that name Well
3: if you drive down 84 and go through Danbury Going into New York There's a big huge mall Like one of the biggest malls you'll see That used to be a fairgrounds and a racetrack I learned something today Yeah
1: me too Huh
2: okay so you you grew up watching that and watching racing with your uncle and all that stuff so then you you end up in a wildcat and then you you see some success i remember watching you win
1: pretty that's that's one of the biggest differences between us two (laughs) that 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 i've noticed so far i
3: did actually win a race my first year by the end of the year i had a couple of people that decided to help me out because mostly because i was in the way (laughs) (laughs) so they helped me out and put gears in the car and did some other stuff and helped me with setup and tires and I actually won a semi-feature that year.
2: Well, um, that's the thing. I was going to say when you started, there, there would have been a hundred fucking Wildcats. That was not the what we're seeing now with like eighteen, maybe. Back this was, then
3: it was high point and low point. And there were thirty cars minimum in each one.
2: Yeah, and you were having semi-features like you were saying. To, you know, for the people who didn't even make the show. Yeah, it was a
3: semi-people semi-feature for people like me who sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I did get to know Troy Grafham pretty well, and my first win was actually moving Troy Grafham out of the way on the last lap. Did Unintentionally. He de- did he deserve it? If, no. The bullshit, it was
2: unintentional. You know where that brake pedal was.
3: Yeah, well, <laughs> brakes didn't work all that good. you got to remember, yeah. I had like $300 in that whole entire car. That's not bad. That's my tire bill on a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's about what I spend every week. Well, for the four-cylinder pro stock, we race at Wiscasset. That's about what it costs us a week to go racing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, you, you do the Wildcat thing. How long,
3: how long did you do that for? 17 years. Jesus
2: Christ. And then, <laughs> then you took a bit of a sabbatical, correct?
3: I did. A uh, what?
2: Uh, time off. <laughs> yeah. Time off.
3: Yeah. I, I did. My daughter got into go kart racing and, uh, just the death of, of every father's racing career we yeah, right there. Much. <laughs> we're, we're big
2: fans of Nicole, by the way. Big it, fans. It
3: just kind of came to the head of I had to buy her a new go-kart to be competitive or continue racing myself. So I sold it and bought a new go-kart.
2: So but before you had Nicole and she started doing you know, go-kart things and stuff like that, did you have any aspirations of going higher than a Wildcat or you know anything else like that?
3: I always wanted to race a sports series and be like some of my heroes i know a guy <laughs> i do too
2: yeah uh okay so nicole now she she did the go-kart stuff how how much of a transition was that for you going from having most of the control behind the wheel and you know you being the guy that everything falls on to watching your kid out there because i've had that conversation with my dad a couple times too where like it, it, it was kind of a weird transition for him
3: i, I kind of felt like i was starting wild cattle over again we just sucked i had no idea what i was doing she was
2: seven give her a break
3: well
0: i don't even know if it's on the driver because i remember when i started go karts terrible when charlie started go karts terrible the worst with me yeah um when charlie started racing it was like oh cool somebody to battle for last with every week
2: well for for reference my very first time ever in a go-kart i hit the ambulance I am not joking when like I Like I said, you weren't very good. Did, <laughs> did
1: you end up in that ambulance after? Or?
2: Uh, not that particular evening, no. Uh, I have I on did. other <laughs> occasions, but I, I did hit the bumper because pretty fucking Charlie? good on it. Uh, yeah. And yeah, he- that
0: same night, Charlie spun out, and I swerved to miss him and launched over a dirt bank and lawn darted a go-kart and thought I broke my back. And I ended up in the ambulance that Charlie hit.
3: Yeah. And now we're all here. <laughs> okay, back to Steve. Back to Steve, right. Well, we actually didn't even start racing the go-karts on pavement. We we started at Socko Pathfinders. No, had no for, idea. What for to
0: reference, Saco Pathfinders was where they raced the lawnmowers. Yeah, and it's yeah, about yeah. If,
2: if you go into your just average size garage, you could probably fit the entire racetrack yeah, in, in the garage. Yeah,
0: it was no less than uh, eight hundred square feet. <laughs> yeah, it was a
3: complete shit show. It was fun. I met my buddy John King, who's now like my best friend. And he I was owned the legend was, car you drove. The one that owned the legend car. I
2: so designed it. his logo for his King's uh, whatever that is.
3: Yeah, King yeah Automotive. Yeah, the, yeah. that one. Yeah, he, you
2: did oh my God, who the hell cares?
3: So he, he happened to tell me, he says his kids race go-karts up in Richmond, and uh, he said you should bring the cart up and try it one day. So we brought the cart up there, he loaded it in his trailer, she goes out and pulled it wide open, and she wound up destroying the go-kart. Good for her. Whatever. And we went back the next week, fixed it, she won a race, and kind of went on from there. So,
2: so that that had to have been weird though. Watching, being being on the outside now at this point, where you you, you have probably less control, right?
3: Yeah, a little weird. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so she goes from go karts to now. I I call them an Allison Legacy car. Wisconsin gets all fancy with it, and they call them funny. <clears throat> well,
0: they they broke away. They were Allison Legacy cars, but they're actually not sanctioned by the Allison, and and it's under my impression you can't even get parts from the Allisons anymore for them. No.
2: Like Allison. like the NASCAR Allisons, like the, yeah, the they they ones? were
0: tied in with the Legend cars, and then legend cars weren't going quite the way they wanted so they branched off and tried to start their own style of legend cars but make them look like little cup cars and i don't know why legend cars took off to be as wildly successful as they are and now legacies didn't but uh wiscasset saw that there was a bunch of them laying around with no place to race started their own division of them and called them four-cylinder pro stocks
2: right so how's how's that been going
3: it's been going pretty good. Uh, Big-time transition from racing a go-kart to racing a car.
0: Yeah, these things are the same speed as, like, a Limited or Street right. Stock or something. But
2: about half the size, not even half the a size. A Legend
0: car with a little Ford Thunderbird body on it right. instead of a 34 Ford Coupe body. I mean, same <laughs> wheelbase practically, same motor kind of, sort of, size-wise anyways.
3: Yeah, they're, uh, they're pretty fast. I mean, we didn't have a lot of success our first year, but it was learning. And this was our second year, and... Was still a little bit of learning, and we wound up getting fast at the end of the year. I think a lot of it was me figuring out how to set them up. You just you start trying things. You know, you get to a point where you suck and you can't go fast, and let's just start throwing things at it and see if it gets better.
2: Right. So, so she's been doing that lately, and then last was it just this past year? You you. After, what, six years not driving yourself, you get back in behind a, a Thursday Thunder car? And I saw one of the coolest things. Bobby and I were talking about this. You went out there, and you went from pretty far back in the field to, I think you got second that night, with half the fucking car ripped up. Like, the, the passenger door was missing, the nose was missing, the fender was missing, and you still were just passing people like they were fucking schmucks.
3: Yeah, Brandon put it in the tires in the front stretch. <laughs> it was definitely, it took a spindle and tie rods, and it bent a rim, blew a tire basically the whole right front was destroyed
2: well for reference too for people that don't frequent the Thursday Thunder program there's they take multiple divisions they got mad bombers trucks etc and they split them in half and they have varsity and junior varsity and varsity are the people who have done things like you have done where you've raced the wildcat back in the day or you've got more than was it 4 years experience you get to hop in that instead of the the JV class so brandon is the kid who did the JV race and fucking smoked tires on the front stretch and rip the entire car in half
3: yeah pretty much (laughs) accurate yeah that was accurate
2: pretty solid so do you have any questions bardley now that i have to pass mike over uh what
1: uh what do you think about football we had a we had an (laughs) interview (laughs) yeah we had an interview this is actually going pretty well i i was trying to think of things like i actually haven't formally met Steve yet. I, I walked by him with mics and laptops and cords in my hand, <laughs> meant to shake his hand. Um, but uh, no, last week we had it. We, our, our guest was, uh, his take on football was awfully hilarious, and we got a lot of feedback on that. Um, no, I mean, I, I just i started the, the interview kind of offended that Charlie didn't rope me into the the category of watching you growing up because I did watch you and, and uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, I went to Beechridge. I'm not from a racing family, but I went by myself. (laughs) Well, neither am I. Hey, neither am I. (laughs) Well, now you have a racing family. Right. Yeah. We, we, we have our so own. do, you, do little... you have a question, or was yeah, that just well... you rambling? No, that was just that was just I, I I haven't had a mic in front of me for I you know I do have a mic <laughs> I've been talking to it but it's it's not connected to anything. Uh, no, I didn't. Well, have whose any... fault is that, Bradley? That that would be uh, that would be mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and why doesn't your mic work again? Correct. Oh, um, because uh, we were I was very late and we were late getting back just to Dan's house and that's not close to here. So, uh, yeah, I pretty much. Got in da- out of Dan's car and just jumped in my truck, started it, put it in reverse, and left. And left my backpack that has uh, both cords for both of our mics uh, in my bag in Dan's car. Still 45 minutes away. So uh, yeah, we're, we're we're borrowing one one cord. But uh, yeah, my mic does not work currently. <laughs> Again, four people, two mics.
2: So how did that whole Thursday thunder deal even come about? Because you, you're at this point, you're out of the car for a while. Nicole's racing. How, did this just like fall in your lap, or how did that happen?
3: Well, I'm pretty good friends with Mike Ramsey and you know, yes. friend of the show. <clears throat> when we got done racing at the dirt track uh, down at Bartlett Bridge, where these guys work, um, he wanted to buy my electric cart stand. I
0: work. Charlie's just there. Correct. Correct.
3: <laughs> Correct! <laughs> so, so I made a deal with him, and he owed me a hundred bucks. Well. Mike Ramsey didn't want to pay me the 100 bucks, I guess. and
2: I am sure. China
3: came up one day and said, well, if, if I don't pay the 100 bucks, he goes, I'm buying this race car. He goes, I'll let to drive it in Varsity.
1: Jesus so I said, goodness.
3: okay, why not? Go out and have some fun.
2: Well, and so you, you make this deal then. Then you show up at the racetrack. And apparently they, they were having none of you driving it originally.
3: I got to the gate and was told, who do I think I am? Thinking I'm just going to show up and race without asking permission.
2: Be like Steve fucking Benacasa, that's who, bitch. We have
0: a track. We have cars that race around this track. I didn't know you needed permission. Right?
2: Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. So yeah, I think
3: you did. <laughs> so, I think I did.
2: So, what are your plans moving forward now?
3: Well, apparently, Mike Ramsey owed somebody some money, <laughs> so <laughs> that car has since gone by the wayside. No huh. longer there. Uh, but he has actually gotten together with uh, a guy named Randy Pimper. Uh, one of the shop down in Acton that's supposed to help out a little. That's bit. That's
0: near where Brad's microphone cords are.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully we can get them sent up here or something <laughs> for next for next week's show. Who, who I guess is going to kind of financially help out putting a car back together, putting a new car together. So
0: you're starting fresh.
3: Well, that's that's the plan. Yeah. it has
0: it has fresh bumpers because I built those last week. Oh, well, there you go. All right, so I guess I guess <laughs> that
3: doesn't mean fucking there. rip them off by any means. <laughs> I, I don't really for sure know that there'll be a car there when the season starts but well, whatever if there is there is
1: and that is your uh, any racing news update of the week <laughs> it is uh it is rumored that that steve's gonna have a new car it, it only has bumpers <laughs> currently but he'll
3: be out there I- <laughs>
1: Blowing your eardrums out there.
3: <laughs> uh, I've been told it has a roll cage in it too. I mean, I'm. I'm oh, so I'm you haven't even you it.
2: haven't even seen this yet? No. I'll Jesus see, Christ! Arriving dry over Like I over said, here it's, got, up for it's got it's got a front days, and
0: days. rear bumper and bumper covers because I built those. <laughs> or I built the bumpers last week. Well, I guess we're
3: uh, we're fast on our way then. <laughs> yeah.
0: So so are you? So you kind of led
2: into the the football thing. Are you a sports guy? Do you, do you do sports ball? Sports uh, puck? Very little. So This ought
0: to be good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, it's common amongst most race Yeah, so
2: you don't you don't watch the Patriots or the Bruins uh, or anything like that?
3: No, not really. I mean, I, I'm not a bandwagon jumper, and most all my life, when I did watch football, I liked the Del- Cowboys.
2: Yeah, what was that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was a Dallas Cowboys fan my whole life, and yeah, I'm not a bandwagon um, jumper. So this has been fun. You cannot... Uh, <laughs>
0: Yikes! Like on
3: purpose? Hey, at least I'm honest. All right. Well, when he was our age or a little younger, they didn't suck. They were good. They did actually. Back in the 1920s, little kids then, but they did win at one point. Did
0: their coach clap a lot back then? Uh, I don't know. Because the guy that does it now, he claps a lot. Yeah, I don't really know. Even when they lose.
3: I'm not against the Patriots, brother. This guy stinks. (laughs) I'm not against the Patriots. The problem is, is I like to be defiant. So everybody around is a Patriots fan, so i got to be different. So you're just the asshole that's uh, I, I can't be the Patriots guy. Well, yeah. Like that's Brad. I'm a huge that's that's like, like Brad. Brad. You and Brad will be friends. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. You, that, get, you and Brad will
1: be friends. That's exactly how I am. But it seems like you're enough of a sports fan to know that if you go into a bathroom and you see guys wearing jerseys, they do not play for the <laughs> team. <laughs> Probably. Probably. I'm going to leave this
2: alone. <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't have any good stories like that? No, <laughs> that you're going to tell us anyway. I can't
3: right? afford to go to sporting events. I, I I watch them on TV. It's about the best I can. Do. You
0: do have to remortgage your house to go to football games. Never been.
3: Never been to a football game in general. Not, well,
2: I've <laughs> been to like one high school game. Period.
3: My dad used to take me to football games and baseball games when I was a kid. Did you I mean, play? Did you play sports? I played baseball for a couple seasons. So I was so like no. Eight years old.
2: No. So not really. <laughs>
3: Hey, it wasn't T-ball, though, so. Nah. Like, yeah, I did have to hit that, a ball somebody pitched at me. See, my That's
2: biggest... That's
0: where my baseball ended was when, they, when Oh, they throw it at me? I'm all set. I'm yeah, all my
2: biggest there. problem with T-ball was I, I'd hit the ball and I'd run, but the bat never left my side. it, well, it no, became start clubbing motherfuckers on the way <laughs> to the base. It became <laughs> a fucking weapon. And then I also didn't realize that when I came into home, even if the ball is not getting thrown, it was still a contact sport for me. And, oh, like, the I, catcher got his shit rocked every, every time, time I came to home. Every play. time. Yeah, oh, yeah, it didn't matter. It's like, he it doesn't even have the ball. It's still in the outfield. And? But, but I don't safe yeah yeah and I I did like I had to like knock my hat off too like I was doing something cool and I was walk like probably walking oh, oh yeah.
1: always always I was I was the fat kid and, and I don't know if you've ever played uh, little league but most of the fat kids are good at hitting for whatever reason but not hitting not bangers. yeah not the whole running thing
2: You ever seen Miguel Cabrera? He's not a small human. No, no. Pablo
1: was, Sandoval? David Ortiz is a pretty big fellow too. Yeah, we all were you know. Babe Ruth was kind of a fat we, fuck too. We were <laughs> <laughs> for whatever it's worth. Jesus. Well, uh. Oh, when you
0: ripped beer and cigarettes in the dugout in uh, between innings. Dude, sign me up.
1: I mean, I guess we're not getting Babe Ruth on the show anytime soon, but, um. <laughs> yeah, that's why. He's yeah. hanging out with Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Why. Yeah. Uh, no, I. I quit playing baseball when uh, I don't know if Bobby knows them. The, the Frankfort Twins, they uh, I think they were a grade below you, maybe one, two, two, two grades. Yeah, yeah, two. So they not they small. Were, no, so back in Little okay, League, Dallas? we were all small except for my stomach, and they were tall and very strong and could pitch like seventy-five, and so I was like nine. I was like nine, and I was like, if I take one of these off my arm, my arm's gonna fall off. Like I'm never gonna have an arm again. So I quit playing baseball. But um, yeah, so that was that was sports. Uh, I didn't really have any uh, any questions because they were all answered, <laughs> um, which is tough. Cause uh, not knowing someone when the general description's given, that was pretty much all of my questions.
0: Don't worry, brother. You've had two weeks um of having guests and then next week we'll have the snowball derby show so by our next guest you might actually do some show prep and come up (laughs) with some questions
1: yeah well it's tough to it's tough to come up with it's tough to come up with questions charlie just rattled off 15 of them and all 15 of the questions that i've had in my head were all answered so no i'm not i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm saying you're doing a hell of a job as the host um But uh, no. That there was. I've only made it to I only made it to two Thursday Thunders this year, and you finished first and second. So maybe I should just, you know, I, I think I'm I'm gonna be the head of your fan club because you tend <laughs> to do pretty good. You're averaging about a, a, a I mean, you're one point five call out of work place every finish. Thursday next year. Well, ne- by next Thursday, maybe work won't fuck me, and I'll have a day job because I uh, should have now should should not have to go to work today. But I got forced in at two thirty, so. Um, yeah, th- you know,
2: it's, it's almost 2.30 now, right?
1: Uh, yeah, so um, I, I've already told multiple people I'm going to be late. But um, So if you don't get your mail tomorrow, I'm sorry. Um, I, I know you also work for the Postal Service, so, so how's that? <laughs> <laughs> hell of a, a segue. What a segue. What a segue. That was incredible. So smooth and yeah. just not abrupt at all. No, no, no. no. So I, I came up with a
3: question. You're welcome. <laughs> Took oh, you long oh, enough. Like you. I, I actually like my job. Yeah, I work in the vehicle maintenance. So. Th- there's
2: five people in this room right now. He's probably the only one that likes his job. Well, I guess you would probably like
0: your job, right,
3: Bobby? I don't hate it. Yeah.
0: I'm going to have to get a real job someday, but not today. Why? Uh, Nobody asked you, Justin.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you also work at the post office.
3: I do work at the post office. I like, work in the vehicle maintenance, so I just work on the little white mail trucks. Aren't they just S-10s? Aren't yeah. they just S tens with a yeah. wheel it's on the wrong side? Drive
2: I was saying we need to get a shit pot full of those things and just make a class that goes the wrong way at Beechridge.
3: I didn't even know that, that was
1: I didn't even know that was a thing. I just thought like somewhere in like the nineteen forties some company was like, We're gonna make the US mail trucks and we're just gonna keep using the same trucks. forever. Yeah, until I don't know, until people don't get mail anymore.
2: Well the the one that dropped off your roommate's package earlier there where we were freezing our fucking bags off in your driveway. Yeah, Steve looks at it for like five seconds. and says, Yeah, it's a 1992 with 105,000 miles. I was like, "What
3: the fuck!" <laughs> like, so you,
0: serial number QXR17912.
2: Yes. You've worked on a couple of them, I yes, assume.
0: All
3: I see for ten hours a day is little white mail trucks.
2: Wouldn't that be fucking sick though? If we, like, what do they do with them when they shit the bed? Can uh, we get uh, a hold just of them? Park, park them, them, I think. Just fix yeah. them. Really?
3: <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a part we can't get for them. Well, the frame it, rots out. We put a new frame in them.
1: That blows my mind. Yeah, that.
3: I mean, if you,
1: since, since you've been on this earth, the same mail trucks have been used. I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know. I don't know where you get the new ones. But like, my buddy, my buddy's a carrier over Colorado's. in Colorado, and like every once in a while, his Snapchat stories just like him broken down on the side of the road. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I feel bad for you. Like, my job sucks, but at least I'm in a warehouse and nothing's broken down. You know, not directly Steve's fault. Is. Right.
3: No, oh, I'm no. actually the body guy. I'm ah, not. Right. I'm not an actual mechanic. So flat panels. I was gonna say that's gotta
2: be easy. That's just a bunch of flat panels. So fucking window falls down <laughs> while you're driving. <laughs> that's my problem. <laughs> so, but I, I'm still saying, like, I, I wish we could get a hold of them. And just go racing with them. You know, can can sounds imagine? like they're still using them. Can you imagine the show, though, going the wrong way? I mean, you'd have to go the wrong way because the steering wheel's on the other side. Well, that wall comes up on you pretty fucking quick if you're sitting on the other side of the car.
3: Yes, and? I would not want to run one of those around a racetrack sitting on the right side.
0: That would be... Don't be
3: scared. Yeah, I am. <laughs> 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 and he's done it. I drive these things every day. Uh, so, I wouldn't want to hit something with them. Rat what, traps. What's
2: one day. of the hardest wrecks you've had doing NASCARing things? <laughs> Another <laughs> flawless yeah. transition.
1: What's one of the hardest wrecks you've had? Well, we're doing talking about wrecking mail trucks. Maintenance. <laughs> I think the
3: hardest wreck I ever had was in like '99 or 2000. That was six. Back when we used to have.
0: We get it, Charlie. You're not old. I, I
3: we we not used that. to have two I was, days I was four. of practice. <laughs> And then we'd practice on the Saturday, and that Sunday was open opening day. So I blew my engine in my car on Saturday and didn't, didn't have time to swap an engine. So a friend of mine who didn't race full-time said, just take my car.
0: Oh, it's never good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he decided expensive. to take
3: his car, and, you know, we had heat races back then, and... I proceeded to blow a lower radiator hose off of the car that he obviously winterized and put antifreeze in. Oh. And that was in second place and pretty much destroyed the entire field. And I had cars on top of me. It was so bad.
2: <laughs> so so your car was the size of a basketball. My car
3: like. was not. His car was. <laughs> his car was fine. He didn't there was in. no fixing it.
2: Did, did, you, did you lose a race car because you had to give him one to replace it?
3: Uh... No, I found him another car, ah. and I had to do all the work to help fix it, but yeah. fair enough.
2: it's fair, I guess. Anything?
0: So, I guess a, a less abrupt transition, <laughs> but when I became a fan of you, Steve, you were teammates with Ronnie Corbeil. Talk about that in oh, yeah. the super team you guys had for a little while, because you guys were both good. You guys both won races. I remember both of you had identically painted
3: cars. Yeah, I, I, I was broke. I've been broke most of my life. Uh, Squad. My first 10 years of racing, <laughs> again, a, a commonality between most race car drivers is we're all pissed fucking poor. My first 10 years of racing, I didn't even have a garage. My car sat on the trailer. I would jack it up on the trailer, change the oil. No money, no garage, no nothing. Then Ronnie and his friend, Scott Link, kind of said, well, you can keep your car down, down here and we'll help you out with it. So they decided to sponsor me and Basically, we kept the two cars in the same garage, and they did some setup stuff to it, and we, we just kind of shared information. And yeah, we were both pretty fast. We finished third and fourth in points that year.
2: What year is this? Oh, oh six, six,
3: or seven six or seven. Yeah, That was right about. Was when that I was right about when I started going to
0: hanging out at Beecher? Was
2: that just like a one year? Because I remember that pretty vividly, actually, like the, years, the identical right? you cars. Had,
0: you
3: had the red cars and then the black cars. The first year, it stayed at their house. The second year, we were still together. Uh, we still worked as a team, but uh, I had moved to Buxton, and Jackie Roussel, who used to race pro stocks, That's a name. he lived right up the street from me and had an open bay in his garage and said, just bring your car here, keep it here. Interesting. It was a lot easier to work on it when I didn't have to drive 45 minutes.
2: It's understandable, for sure. I
3: just choked.
1: I died. Are you okay? I'm dying. Here, take that. Does anyone have any weapons of the week or uh, (laughs) grinds my gears?
2: It's gonna be hard to do this now that we're we're getting into like no racing happening. So I don't I don't oh, really have I'm, you, I'm mad all the time. Do, so what, I can, do you have Do you have some?
1: I I have a grind to my gears and it's it's pretty much just the whole every uh no let's just say the whole state of Massachusetts and the whole state of Connecticut. I apologize for that being your your birthplace. My dad actually was born in Connecticut. Uh, for whatever reason, well it's not even it, people were just getting pulled over left and right. There was car accidents left and right and. Every single time, anyone on the highway, this not even. I guess it's not just both. It's just, uh, you know, what happened today was Massachusetts and in Connecticut. Everyone that sees blue lights parked on the side of the road, everyone's got to stop, look, and and see what's going on because they're nosy. I'm nosy so you too. You got to take but, a picture for Snapchat. Yeah, and I, and I go by going seventy. It, it's a blurry picture, but whatever. You get the point. And <laughs> but I I just fucking. I, we we were gonna be probably out, at, like on time at least closer to 1250 when i said i was going to be here and it just everyone on the highway would just would lock up the brakes and there'd be traffic for two miles because someone got pulled over on the side of the road for a drug bust i mean it's connecticut people do drugs come on uh so that's my grinds my gears Correct! Yeah, I'm, I'm just pretty much mad all the time we did have um not the not a not to take away from your i, I assume no one else has a grinds my gears but we were part of a nascar scandal hey we were that's we right were. yeah we were yeah Excuse so last me. week the the audio that we played was um oh, yeah. the race I cuz the the, twat, the tweet just said I, I don't know what word I was just about to say with tweet twat. yeah 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 twat. so um I don't know if I mentioned this not much sleep the tweet with the audio said the race director was talking to one of the teams so I didn't know necessarily who the race director was i thought there was just a nascar I thought it was yeah race director. see i yeah, thought it was a nascar yeah. race director too and i don't know the, these guys names obviously it had the guy's name i didn't look it up we don't check facts here uh and i, I got it off wikipedia but the guy i guess it was premium motorsports race director and gaunt brothers the gaunt brothers 96 that is the team name right i think so whatever people don't people probably won't know either so uh i'm probably right but gaunt brothers they were going to finish in, I think it's 30th place in points or something, whatever it is, 35th. And so, uh, premium motorsports race director contacted, you know, multiple teams as uh, premium. The, um, I think it was Spire and Rickware racing. There's four teams total. So I don't know what the other was one definitely was.
0: Definitely Spire and Rickware. I don't remember the other
1: one. Yeah. And so premium and maybe it was just, maybe it was just two teams from premium, but so they, uh, basically they, they had four cars pull off the track so that, the, I believe it was one of I think it was oh, fuck man I, w- I wish I had the article pulled up I, d- I wouldn't be able to find it right now I just saw Charlie on NASCAR.com and, was ho- and it just reminded me but I think it was p- so premium could finish in the top 30 in points because they, they would gain four four spots by four of the cars in front of them pulling off Is a charter for next year I think so I think that's what it was for. And I think they all ended up getting fined like seventy five thousand dollars. I think so. it was fifty, but no. either way, that's a lot of money to the shipbox teams. Yeah,
0: for sure, for a team that's still trying to
2: just I
1: get saw their act something together. With
3: that. I thought that had something to do with guaranteed starting spots too. Yeah, that's the charter.
0: That's, yeah. Uh, I if think you have a if you hold a NASCAR sports. charter, you're guaranteed into every race, but um, when they take forty cars
1: and only thirty-seven show up every week, I think you're pretty much guaranteed, no matter what. Yeah.
3: Apparently, I can drive, but I don't know fucking nothing about NASCAR. Well, it's it's <laughs> such
1: a confusing. It's it is really confusing because of what Bobby just said, where you only you take forty, but the field's always like thirty-seven. So, no one's fucking racing their way in. It doesn't matter. It must in the first be some place. sort of cut in purse. Like if you take a professional, yeah. they take money
0: away from you or something. But
1: yeah, no, that 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 was uh. Those are the only the only two things I had in my notes. Were uh, the, to uh, tie that
0: together, our our name was on the fifty two
1: car. Last yeah, oh week, yeah, and
0: that's why we were a part of the scandal. For probably, those that
1: couldn't connect the dots. Probably probably should have mentioned that a little earlier, but yeah, um, yeah. Well, you that, did by saying we were a part of a scandal. <clears throat> we here at the Black Flag
0: Podcast don't condone cheating or or uh, fucking with the system or uh, yeah or anything to gain an unfair advantage. We don't condone that at all. We we don't. Sounds like we do. We, I we guess do. so. I guess okay. we do. Yeah. I'm all for it. I don't know about you. Uh, I said we we <laughs> don't
2: condone it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, right. we definitely don't. So, <laughs> I, I am struggling hardcore right now. I'm on NASCAR.com, and I can't find a single fucking thing that we haven't already either know, have talked about at least four times. Silly season's upon us,
0: but that, that's all been talked about. Do you have anything, Robert? I... Turkey Derby at Wall yesterday. Matt Hirschman won all the modified snooze Did you
2: see the the fucking parking lot for that? Oh, they a sent, lot like, of people. They sent a an aerial a of view of, of the people. racetrack. There were cars in the fucking woods. I'm pretty sure. Just going to that. That's wild. Uh, that's definitely an event that I want to go to at some point for sure. Almost went this year, but Scott didn't uh, a butthole. So
0: um, did did he take your car? So you could no. Go, he was or? supposed
2: to go. We were supposed to meet there, and then he's like, "Man, I am poor," and I was like, oh, "Okay." And I already had the time off, and then
1: I uh, a shit show. But do you have any? Stop, stop have? whining. No, the fact that <laughs> the fact that we all just were talking about how we aren't the richest, we we tend to not have much money, and then you just made fun of someone for being poor. Uh, that's and why I told them stop. To go, yeah. Well, that was uh, a little bit contradictory. Con- contra Cont- Words are hard. Or, yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I was trying to say. Precisely. Right. Yep. The,
0: I'm all for
2: that contraband,
1: for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Uh,
0: yeah, I got
2: nothing oh, really. One, oh, <laughs> We're I
1: don't really know. spitballing
0: here. Granite State's coming to Beatrice. Right? Holy no, shit! Fr- how did we? We almost we almost blew by that. Actually, I was gonna get to that when we did our uh, anyracingnews.com news oh, of the week. well, but it's do fine. the thing then.
2: Do the
1: make the sound. <laughs> <laughs> and here's your anyracingnews update. Anyracing.com of the week. news of the week. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, talk about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you did it. Right. So,
2: uh, breaking news, uh, Granite state pro stock series coming to Beechridge motor speedway on a, on a Friday night. So questions now arise. If it's going to be just a straight up Granite state show, are they going to have the limiteds and wildcats? When
0: is Loudon weekend next year?
2: Great question. You have a lot of good questions.
0: I'm going to guess it's that weekend. You think that's so? why you're racing on a Friday night.
2: Do you think we're going to be racing too?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? If that's loud and weekend, then that's why every, That's why it's on Friday. And then we won't have Saturday.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm, <laughs> what, that's what I'm getting. At. No, you're actually you're gonna race Friday
3: game. and Saturday. I mean, the,
2: gonna the, do both. they used and to do double the, and then Monday. I mean, you guys used to do double headers back in Nam when you raced, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, back in the good old days. You know, when us farm boys would show up at the racetrack with our open trailers. Were, were
2: you part of the? You could race a wildcat on Thursdays, make money, go back on Saturday, and spend it all
3: yeah i am that old I was part <laughs> yeah because they used to run the, they ran the
0: semis on thursdays right the semi feature was they thursday did.
3: if you were in the semi feature on that saturday you could run the upcoming thursday as a filler i guess they had it right which they didn't really need fillers because there was a ton of thursday cars then were
2: you old enough to do the the wildcat races during day of destruction
3: I did do one or two of those. That's way back.
2: That's back, like, back in I Korea. Yeah, like,
3: 1996. Jesus Christ. You guys are, like, two. Just pops. Three, just pops. Three, whatever. <laughs> Zero.
0: One thing we need to correct, because we got a complaint. Um, Weird. Last week, we talked about the American-Canadian tour and past tour going back to Loudoun. Uh, lost in the translation was the mini stocks are going back. They're just not hosting, hosting it. the event. Um, apparently, there was some confusion there. Yeah. Yeah. So the mini stocks are going to be a part of full throttle weekend with the modifieds and the ARCA cars and the and the
1: Canadian A cars there. And I kind of figured we were going to get to that when we actually brought up that event next September. But um, <laughs> well, let's just get it now out yeah, of the way. We're going to get we're going to bang out both of those right now, just so there isn't any confusion. Um, yeah, I, no weapon. Last of the Last week's week. episode was Grand the most Williams. complained about episode we've had. Just, just which the, is which is weird because I thought it was solid. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. It, I. I checked like midweek, and we already had over like or at least close to 500 listens, which is early for like early in the week. It usually it bumps up. So what will happen is by about probably tonight I'll get an update in my uh, email saying that we got you know 600 listens this week, and then you know two weeks down the road people will you know get get to the show late or whatever. Or I'm sure, go we got back. a little bit of a Mike Ordway bump. Yeah, oh definitely, definitely. Uh, people love people love the guests, especially when you know it's someone that they can. Learn something about or someone that they you know know from a distance or whatever, um, which is good for me too because a lot of the people that we interview I I don't know I the two, yeah, two people for that, two right now yeah the two people that we've interviewed and the the next one that I know that's lined up I couldn't couldn't tell you I w- wouldn't know if they punched me in the face I, I kind of just do, actually message me right now yeah
3: I. I was, I was getting pretty cold outside. Punch in the face was getting pretty close. <laughs> I don't on. know if i had <laughs> felt it.
2: I was that fucking numb at that
3: point. Yeah, I mean, I would have been fine with it. I would have had an excuse to call out of work. I would
1: have had to go to the hospital. They, they would have given me a note at least. But um, no, I, I was confused because early, like, middle of the week or we whatever, when we were trying to talk about when we were going to record, I was like, yeah, probably, you know, around 1 or whatever. I, I assume we'll be back by then. And Charlie was like, all right, I'll, I'll tell Steve 1230. And I was like – that. Did you read that I didn't say anything but I was like that seems that seems a little earlier than what I said well I, and, uh, I
2: didn't know if Steve was like me or if I tell him 1230 that means 115
1: oh no most people the, aren't like oh you. yeah yeah oh. so no
2: you tell me 1230 it's usually 1220
1: yeah, yeah that's that's usually how I am and I was and then,
2: I was here at like 1215 because oh, I was yeah. waiting for him Yeah, yeah so I was here before he was then he shows up. Then Bobby shows up, and you were the last one. That we're, never happens. No, that never.
1: Usually, happened. I'm the one that's that's fucking up the whole schedule here. Either you or Charlie. I, like it is my house, but usually, you know, like last week or whatever, I uh, I wasn't at my house, You're like I'm doing something today, and I'll I'll be home. You know, we'll we we'll plan on one, and then by two thirty we're recording. But no, I mess. I I made sure to message everyone today uh, around. I think it was nine thirty or ten, and say you know about one was my estimated arrival time. And then Charlie's like, all right, perfect. Well, I told him 1230, and I was like, I still don't think you get it. I still don't, I don't know what's going on there. So I was trying to deflect the uh, the punch in the face, but I, I'll gladly take it because work will, you know, I won't say that you work at the Postal Service just so there's not any uh, issue there, but I, uh, the hospital will give me a doctor's note if I have a broken nose. Good excuse to catch the end of the Ravens 49ers game. I mean, game of the year today.
3: Oh, yeah. Is that football? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just checking. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: uh, 1417 right now in the two-minute warning in the first half. Cool. Yep. I, I think I, I think I'm out of stuff.
1: No one has a grind's my no. gears. No, no one's been mad.
2: I, about I got, really. one. I got a Oh, I do gears. have one actually. Yeah, uh, I got a grind's my gears. Actually, yeah, go Every for it. Every
3: seventy-year-old that decides to go to Napa and <laughs> wants to buy a part and doesn't have a fucking clue what they're doing. My, that's My grind's my gears. The people that work there are the people getting parts. Yes. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite's is when I'm
2: behind some asshole at Napa and you're just you already have what you want or you know exactly what you need, and they ask you the question of like. Like I need wiper blades, for example, something like that. Well,
0: year making model, yeah, year making model. Is that a standard it, or an automatic? Yeah,
2: is it four wheel drive? Why the fuck does that what matter? Color what color doors? is the truck? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna strike you. Like yeah. I'm gonna, like that's how mad I get at that. But no, I forgot all about this. So, uh, at work, at work, I set it like a, a service drive thing, and then people drive through and they get out of their car. I, I check them in, blah blah blah, whatever. Well, the garage door to drive through the service drive has been broken. OK, now, because it's been broken, we set up orange traffic cones in front of the door. Now, if you see orange-
0: put a pin in the orange traffic cones thing, because I'm going to come back to that when you're done.
2: OK, so when you see orange traffic cones, what does that mean to you? Probably don't probab- fucking pull up to the door. This goes right. to
0: anyone that comes to Timmons machine.
2: Hit. Right. So that makes so you're you, you're about to get this wicked hard then. So people will park in front of the cones. And walk in. Mind you, there are empty parking spaces everywhere. And they will come in. And one guy even asked, hey, is it okay if I move the cones and drive in? I'm like, no. No, that is not okay. That is not okay to do. The door is broken. Or other people will drive, like, perpendicular with four empty parking spaces and be like, I don't know where to put my car. It's like... Do you do that at Walmart? Like, do you walk up to the, like, the door and be like, yeah, I didn't know where to park my car before I went shopping. Like, really? You fucked that up? That bad? Like, who dressed you this morning? Who wiped your ass? These are the questions I need to, like, I need to know. So I even went out of my way, and I put a sign inside one of the cones. I got, like, a wooden stake. I put a sign on it. I said, door is broken. Please go find a spot. Walk in, and we'll help you. It was not up for 20 minutes, and somebody... I'm going to throw up. <laughs> they, they drove over the sign, like broke the cone, broke the, the stake, drove over it, and sucked the other two orange cones up into their front wheels. Were the cones okay? And they were mad at us. They're well, like, do you know that the there's there. traffic cones out in front of your door? <laughs> I'm like, are, are, you, are you shitting? Like, I had to walk away. With, I was with, like, are you...
1: With a handwritten sign? Yeah. No, no, no it was... I, t-
2: I went professional. Like, oh. I typed it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, like uh, very big block letters. Like, don't be an idiot.
1: Well, still, you had to type it. You had to type it. You had to print it. You had to put it there. And then they're like, did you know that the cone was there? No, no. The cone just showed up with a sign one day and was just, you know. <laughs> Somebody planted cone seeds in the asphalt
2: <laughs> and they grew. Yeah. yeah. But, like, do you do that at, like, construction sites? Do you just fucking barrel through all of the cones? Like, the, who gave you your license? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. what does <laughs> this make sense? Like, <laughs> fucking cones on like, the at, road. At that point, I'm like, I'm not even mad. Like, I just want to know how you came to that conclusion, that that was okay to do. Like, what was your thought process? Because at this point, you're just a fucking walking, talking science project that I want to write a psychology book on. Because you're a fucking idiot.
0: That that grinds all of my weapons. So, yeah. so, like I said, put a pin in the cone. So I bring <laughs> uh, my girlfriend's husky to work every day. Okay. This time of year is prime. Husky doesn't want to come inside weather. She wants to be outside all damn day.
1: Training for the Iditarod.
0: Yep, yep, yep. She uh, she prefers we're, cold weather. We're, we're gonna race in Alaska one of these days. <laughs> yeah. So I tie her up inside and just open the garage door and let her go out she wants to lay on the asphalt she won't lay on the grass she won't stay inside she wants to lay on the asphalt in front of the garage door fair enough put an orange bucket out there thinking an orange bucket would be enough to deter hey um you know this is where my dog hangs out my dad parks to the left of the bucket i park to the right of the bucket this garage door um so hey this is where my dog hangs out anyway crunch i can look out in the driveway someone <laughs> runs right over the bucket I'm like, oh my fucking god luckily the dog was right up against the building so dog couldn't get run over and say bud did you uh yeah i was wondering why that bucket was there don't want you to park here because this is where my dog lays oh yeah i didn't even see it till i pulled up that makes sense we know yeah <laughs> we heard yeah so so you um,
2: still went out of your way to run the bucket over that's what i don't understand. so I,
0: I get another bucket an orange homer bucket you know closest thing to a cone there is that's not a cone so uh a friend of mine works for the town of raymond yeah i just took a couple traffic cones from a job site throw the traffic cones there two of them not enough room to split the middle of them i'm coming to work two saturdays ago luckily I had the dog with me and i'm following a truck down the road he pulls into the shop Hangs a left, drives right over both cones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I look at Emma the dog, and I go, good thing you weren't out there yet, because you'd have been flattened by a Ford. <laughs> and uh, I didn't even bother to say anything to the guy. I'm just like, whatever. Just I, charge him double. I crawled underneath his truck, peeled the cones out from the bottom of the truck, waited for him to leave, put him back up. But it's like, just because there might be four feet of room on each side of the cones or in between the cones... What, like Charlie just said, what? That's a bright fucking orange cone, (laughs) pal. Like, what are we doing here? Like, like my my driveway at my shop is ginormous. There is so much room to park. We're gonna run these cones over. Yeah, you went out
2: of your way to hit where I said not to park. Yeah, drives me fucking insane. And uh, or the people that like drive, they park in like the the hashed off like handicap part, so that people can get out with their wheelchair. They use that as the parking spot and leave everything else open. It's like that's literally the one, one spot where you can't do that, and you went out of your way to do that. Yeah. I fucking hate that.
0: Another people. one while we're, while we're ranting about parking lots. The Wyndham Walmart just added like the number one draft pick spot, like the number <laughs> one spot closest to the door that's not handicapped, the coveted like number one spot. They put a sign in a blue strobe light that says, this parking spot is reserved for local law enforcement. Great idea. You know, if a cop has sure. to come to Walmart to, to do something or whatever. Shut
2: the Wyndham one. I feel like they're probably there pretty often.
0: Probably. Yeah. A lot of degenerates <laughs> hang out there. Um, you know, great. You know, good. Give our, give our men in blue a, a front row parking spot. Do you think any of them use it? No. No, they park right in front of the fucking door. Yeah. Like yeah. on the sidewalk. Yeah. It's like, okay, they can park there. That's great. But let me use that parking spot then. <laughs> you don't get both. Yeah. You don't get both. Pick yeah. one. Have cake, eat it too. <laughs> fucking Jesus.
1: Yeah, while we're ranting about Scarborough Walmart, just did this exact same thing. And it's no, I don't really get upset because I don't trust people in the Scarborough Walmart parking lot. Because I got a, I literally bought a brand new car, drove it to the Scarborough Walmart, went in for 10 minutes. When I go to Walmart, I get like one item. It's like, oh, I need, you know, milk, whatever. I'll go to the back store, grab milk, leave. I'm, I'm there for maybe five, 10 minutes. And then uh, I just bought a new car. I parked it close to the door, like, you know, how most people do. They try to find the closest possible spots, probably winter and i come back out and my fucking grill is just destroyed <laughs> on the car i was like how does it how do you even fucking do that like i pulled through the spot and someone just destroyed my like i literally bought it not even a week before and not only that but this this past so obviously thanksgiving and and uh black friday are big days for not only postal service but fucking walmart too degenerates well, yeah i went in i yeah the tv's fucking 10 cents off so everyone's elbowing everyone else and I went in Just to sell them on Facebook
0: Marketplace For $100
1: over asking price Not on Black Friday Yeah I, Last last Black Friday I went to Best Buy Because working my stupid fucking hours Best Buy is always going to be open When I'm out um, On Black Friday I get out at you know, 3 in the morning And yep Best Buy Wide open So I went in And I was getting Beats headphones That were blowout sale Like right on the front page So in line for like an hour and a half Just to get $30 off my headphones Well what happens Literally the next month still $89 at Best Buy every single time I walked in just to remind me about how fucking stupid I am. <laughs> so literally everyone that Black Friday shops is a weapon in I my I think we can all book. agree that Black Friday is fucking stupid. I I'm not getting up that god
2: the the extra $100 or whatever that TV I'd is. I'd pay
0: $150 more just to, to
2: not, not go. do that. Yeah, for sure.
0: Did you get your shopping done, Steve?
3: what <laughs> yeah it's called speedway motors i oh. ordered all kinds of race car parts Cyber so. oh, monday coming right up yeah I,
0: they, speedway speedway motors is funny i buy a lot of shit from them they have sales texts like they'll text me like, hey bobby coming up this weekend <laughs> and it's like, like god damn it You're, that, that's brilliant alone. though
2: because you probably jump on most of them
0: well i mean i'm not going to answer their sales calls We're, i'm certainly not going to open their sales emails but it's a sales text like, well, what do we got going on here <laughs> Quick Most and efficient. Of It's like street rod shit, which I don't have a street rod.
2: Right. Well, are we done?
0: That was
1: quite a rant we had about parking lots. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, pretty much any time that there's ever dead air, we can just be like Walmart. And then everyone's just going to be like, I, fucking, I went to Walmart the other day. Yeah, whether, you, you know,
0: whether you like dirt track or super speedway or road course, we can all agree that
1: Walmart fucking stinks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I went in the day before Thanksgiving and they already like – it was just a fuck show. I was trying to walk through to get, like, when I, I go to get, like, trail mix or something. Just anything to snack on. What? Yeah. Like, I usually I go in because I want to get a, a, a coffee at Dunkin'. But, the, well, they have, like, you know, they have their popcorn chicken or whatever display right next to that, uh, like, entrance. So, I just go Underrated in. Underrated is their chicken, by yeah, the way. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's, like, two fifty oh. for, like, a whole, like, bag of, like, whatever animal it is rat or but uh it's it good seagull there's from
2: nothing, the parking lot there's nothing better than a walmart rotisserie chicken
1: rotisserie seagull <laughs> so,
0: yeah. rotisserie seagull
1: yeah there's no
0: way that that's actual chicken
1: the title of the show rotisserie seagull yeah nothing better than walmart's rotisserie seagull and there's
0: 85,000 of them in the parking lot so it makes sense you just you go out there when no one's looking with a big fucking net and oh, yeah. there we go got some fresh my, meat my dad likes to call them sky rats not yeah, yet. dumb ducks yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I'm hungry. I need to go get food now. Me too. I've I had a McGriddle this morning at Ugh. nine o'clock, and that's all I've had since literally yesterday at about seven p.m. And I have to go to work right now. My stomach's been doing backflips for multiple reasons <laughs> since about yesterday. So heads heads pounding too. No sleep. Uh, I'm ready to I'm ready to mail. So if you get Steve, we got one last question for you. <clears> what's <throat> your mail, what's your favorite
0: song? Because we're gonna need an outro song
1: yep. here. Uh, that's not helpful at all. I mean, I can search that song, but uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Lincoln Park fan. Oh, oh okay. Like Giving up. Rip. is like my favorite song. There it is. That is a banger. So <laughs> that is a badass song. I, so, song. So,
3: I, love, I love Linkin Park. So I got this one is of them under seat speaker boxes in my truck it, crank that just as loud as it goes oh
1: absolutely i used to do that with like all the cars that i used to get i would put like a big subwoofer in the back just lincoln park pandora shuffle and just <laughs> blast down the road by myself can't even hear myself I think. tried so, so hard and got so fun
0: but in the <laughs> end it doesn't even matter all right are we done yeah all right
2: episode 41
0: Thanks, Steve. Thanks Fittingly, for coming on. Fittingly, Steve
2: Benacost has been here. We appreciate you coming on.
3: No problem. It was actually a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: Next week, the Snowball Derby watch party and live recording. We're gonna. Should we do picks now for that since this, the show's going to be afterwards? I don't give a fuck about the Snowball well, Derby. Uh,
1: <laughs> Kyle Busch or anyone in his car. I don't know who's racing. So. Go Cole Butcher. Yeah. Derek Griffith. Yeah. yeah, oh, Jesus Christ, yeah, I'm going to yeah, go yeah, right to the program yeah. Derek. <laughs> I don't know about him. I, I kind of figured Bobby was going to take him off the board, but he said, Jesus Christ, I don't fucking know for, instead, so. Uh, <laughs> I said yeah. Cole Butcher. I don't I don't know the entry, I mean, the, I haven't seen the entry sheet at all, but Derek's car looks fucking awesome. Yeah, and... if that doesn't win best looking car, uh, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Timmy
2: Salamito crushed that, by the way. Yeah. Oh, Has, like, yeah. drunken Santa Claus, strippers. Rainiers with, like,
0: stripper elves uh, and uh,
2: and there's like bras hanging off
1: the the antlers of the reindeer. It's incredible. If
0: Derek needs to get like diecast made, and I would yeah, buy one, I'll buy at yeah. least, one. <laughs> I'll buy at
1: least one. Yeah. If, if we had a if we had a video camera on Bobby, he was so in fact about it. It looked like he was going to buy twenty of them. And he's <laughs> like, I would buy it. I like, was going to
0: say that, but then that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: really need one. Never mind multiple. I mean, yeah, uh, I yeah. I, So Derek, I if run. you got like
0: five casts made, we'd buy three of them. Yeah. For ex- anyway,
2: for sure. Oh yeah. Um. So again, episode forty one. Fittingly, we had Steve Benacasa. We appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, who else had a 41? Oh, Reed oh, Sorensen. I had a
0: whole list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can, I, did. Raven, I point, forgot Ricky about Ricky Craven this. at one point. So I went on to driveraverages.com and searched uh, uh, driver averages for everyone who's raced number 41 in the Cup Series. So uh, Kurt Bush, clubhouse leader for number 41. Uh, Jimmy Spencer. Um, Casey Mears was second <clears throat> for uh, most laps. This is all by uh, – I actually don't know what it – oh, most races run. Kurt Busch, Casey Mears, Reed Sorensen. Curtis Turner has the most wins with the number forty-one. He has twelve wins. Ricky I got more Craven. Than him. <laughs> uh, outside the top five, after Ricky Craven, we got Ronnie Thomas, Steve Grissom, Grant Adcox, Jim's Jim Pascal, Dan Suarez, Jimmy Spencer. Fucking stinks. <laughs> Joe Nemechek, David Green, Phil Parsons, Richard Petty even ran twenty-two races as number forty-one. Greg Sachs, happen. Larry Pearson, Ken Meisenhelder. Uh, Joe Weatherly, Billy Rafter, Ernie Young, Mo Petty, and uh, that the screenshot ended. So <laughs> there, there might have been a, there was a Jimmy somebody that uh, ran eight races as a 41. We'll never know who.
3: One of the cool parts about having the 41 is there's not
0: It's not a common. Not all over
3: the place. It's not a common number. No. So when we used to go run the open shows, I never had to put an X on my card. Ah,
2: uh, that's, that's that's solid. I can't say the same. One's pretty
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. funniest thing about that is we started racing these Allison Legacy cars before selling the Pros at Wiscasset. Lo and behold, my kid who's been the 41 for years, there is already a 41 in that class.
2: Yeah, she was the 14. Is Larry
3: Melcher. So we were the 14 the first year. Then he moved out, sold his car. We became the 41 again.
2: She didn't want her own Larry's number.
3: Larry's
0: son might be Logan, maybe, and Logan's a friend of the program.
2: Also 41.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Logan
3: Melcher's dad.
2: Yeah. All right. Well. Hit uh hit some Lincoln Park, I guess.